The powers that be within French football have cancelled the 2020 Ballon d'Or ceremony, leaving a lot of us and Lewandowski in agony. However, we weren't for those vibes, and as usual, on Disky Vibes, we decided to conduct our very own special episode to discuss the 2020 Ballon d'Or, the truth that will never be told. You're now listening to the 10th episode of Disky Vibes with Luyolo versus Sachaba. A warm welcome to each and every single one of you who's tuned in to another episode of Disky Vibes. This is the 10th episode and I am with my co-host, Sichaba. How are you doing, bro? I'm doing good, bro. Well, well. Anything that you'd like to mention about Man United? You always, <laughs> you always mention Man United in each and every single nah, introduction. Nah, nah. Today it's all about the best players, Ballon d'Or players. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are joined by two special guests. Um, our first special guest is a returning guest by the name of Chihu. How are you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm doing good. Nice to be here again. <laughs> you made it. You made the cut. <laughs> yeah, man. You, you're back by popular demand. The ladies were hitting me up. Oh, bring Chihu on. I like his thoughts and his opinions. <laughs> and anyway, our second special guest goes by the name of Sasa. How are you doing, bro? Uh, good evening, listeners. How are you guys doing? <laughs> uh, we good. Well, but thanks for the introduction, bro. Yeah, like uh, Sichaba had said in the very beginning, today is all about Ballon d'Or, so it is a special episode where we focus on um, the players who we think uh, have done really well, so we've picked uh, our top four, and uh, we'll discuss how the seasons have how the season has gone for each individual and um, we do all know that uh, the announcement was made there will be no official Ballon d'Or Awards however we thought here on Disky Vibes that we take the initiative and conduct our own Ballon d'Or ceremony so to kick it all off um, we'll start with the first player it goes by the name of Cristiano Ronaldo who plays for Juventus and um, how do you guys feel about the season that he's had in the Serie A and how he's done in the Champions League so far? Uh, personally, I think that he's had a solid season, but it's not the Ronaldo as of late that we've seen in previous seasons. Yeah, but nothing to rave home about. Yeah. yeah. And goals, 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 goals. It's all about goals. <laughs> Without the goals, we can't categorize you in the Ballon d'Or award ceremony. So, He's had a relatively good season. Um, age is, is, is a factor yeah. to name, you know? Yeah. Um, but Ronaldo, age, really? Fantastic body, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, they say that he's got a body of a 23-year-old, you know? Yeah. And um, yeah, but uh, to speak on his um, career at Juventus this season yeah. and his career as a whole, it's been good, man. And um, going into the Ballon d'Or, It'll be tough, but he's, he's a contender. Yeah, he's a contender, yeah. And, and, and yeah. yeah, the goals are a big factor. The goals, yeah. yeah. So uh, I, like, I like that you mentioned age because uh, we all know that there's um, this big conversation around age as to once a player reaches uh, his early 30s to mid 30s, he's done, he's finished. You know, they always have that conversation, which I totally disagree with because. Um, if you have a look at uh, the amount of goals he scored, he scored 31 goals in this season. And um, I ask you to have a look around the other European leagues 
And which youngster is producing those numbers? There's none. So if we're going to say that he's too old, but he's banging in the goals, then that means we're taking away a phenomenal footballer away from football. So I think that he's just been absolutely phenomenal this season, especially because he's now playing in a system which is um, Saripo, not what he's accustomed to, because uh, Saripo does involve a lot of build-up, whereas I've always believed that Ronaldo is a very direct footballer. He's not one to wait for a patient build-up and play in between the pockets of space like uh, they normally would in a ball possession based system. He's a very direct player who gets it, cuts and shoots or who's going to expect a cross. And we all know that um, with some systems of play that require a high ball retention rate, there isn't many crosses, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, But you, he's come up with 31 goals and uh, I think he's had a very strong season, especially because it's improved upon the season that he had last season. What are your thoughts, Chaba? Yeah, for me, um, for him to be in, con- for a contender to be Ballon d'Or winner, you'd have to win the Champions League. Because I feel like um, recently the Ballon d'Or winners have been given to the one, those that have won the Champions League. So I don't think it's enough that he's won the Serie A. I think he has to add to that and, and, get, and win the Champions League. Yeah. yeah. So th- th- there's a question I want to ask you guys. Um, because I just feel like uh, football has gravitated towards those who score goals, you know? Do we then say um, our midfield maestros? Over the years, the likes of Iniesta, Xavi, Schneider, um, these are guys who didn't win the Ballon d'Or. Do we then say that the Ballon d'Or is uh, uh, a goal-scoring competition? Because it seems as if the more goals you score, the better chance that you have. We do know that Luka Modric picked it up the other year and um, that was by virtue of winning the Champions League (laughs) and uh, him finishing second at the World Cup. So how do you guys feel about this award being awarded to to guys who score goals? Is it just that? Can a midfielder get it? Can a centre-back get it? Because last season I thought Van Dijk, from a performance perspective, I felt that he was deserving of it. How do you feel, Tsiho, about where where the award... Um, system, if I could say, has been built around the Ballon d'Or? I feel like it is a bit flawed during these last couple of years, but it's hard to look past how well Ronaldo and Messi have been performing over the past decade. I believe that we wouldn't be having this conversation of most goals against you Ballon d'Or if we never had players like Ronaldo or Messi on the pitch. And that's the honest truth. Damn, that's a valid point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. How do you feel? Anything, okay, for me, um, yeah, I do, I, do, I do think it's a Messi and Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Messi and Ronaldo trophy, basically. Yeah. And uh, that, I think only because they've been so good, like Chiro alluded earlier on, yeah. they've been so good that it's kind of hard to look past goals and assists. Because they do that um, year in, year out. So, yeah, I feel like defenders and midfielders should get uh, more of a look in based on performance. Because we can't have defenders and midfielders can't score the same amount of goals as Messi and Ronaldo. Yeah. 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 Anything you'd like to add? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so moving it on right along, uh, our second player in discussion is uh, Robert Lewandowski. 
And um, just to mention, uh, Robert Lewandowski has won uh, the Bundesliga, the DFB Polka German Cup, the Golden Boot Award in Germany as well, and he's still competing in Champions League. We do know that Bayern Munich have had quite the strong campaign. How do you guys feel about uh, Lewandowski's pro progress this season? Uh, Lewandowski, I believe that this is going to be his best and only chance, really, to win the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. Because the way he's been performing this whole season, it's incredible, really. Uh, I believe that because Ronaldo has moved on from Madrid and Messi has been struggling with the uh, out-of-form Barca that we don't really recognize anymore like we used to, yeah. this is his chance to step up and be that guy that can, that can shine in the limelight. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I totally uh, agree with that, especially because he's been very consistent and um, I think he's sort of gone underneath the radar over the years because of Ronaldo and Messi. I mean, when Ronaldo and Messi are not even strikers, but they're posting better numbers than Robert Lewandowski, then we obviously shine the light on Ronaldo and Messi. Whereas I think this season has been Robert Lewandowski's best season and I've been very impressed with how He's played, he's played most of the games, he's hardly been injured, very durable, very strong. Mm -hmm. And what I like about him is that he fits into multiple systems and uh, not just uh, a system where uh, a direct system of football is played, but we also saw that underneath Pep he did really well and he broke the record where he scored five goals in nine minutes. So what I like about him is that he also has this versatile side to him which can adapt to the game of football. I like the fact that each and every single uh, offensive player who plays around him uh, tends to improve. When he had uh, Ribery and Robin, I believe that even if at times they weren't scoring or assisting as much, but their games improved and they were able to add a different uh, dynamic to uh, Bayern Munich and this season we've seen Serge Nabry come through, uh, Kingsley Coman is another one, Goreska is another one. So these are guys who have been uh, being assisted in one way or another by Robert Lewandowski because they play off him and they make those late runs, they've scored goals as well and uh, he's contributed to Bayern Munich not just from a goal scoring perspective but I believe that he's also a very strong presence in that dressing room and a very uh, experienced individual who can actually motivate the, the young guys coming up and uh, he's a very good example of a, a professional footballer who conducts himself well. Yeah, so for me, if we base it entirely on goals, he should be the winner. Because yeah. uh, I think in Champions League, he has 11 goals <laughs> and two assists and he's number one in Champions League, he's number one in Bundesliga and he's number one overall in Europe. So. If we're basing it on goals, yeah, definitely. And I think he brings more, more than just goals to the team, like you said. Yeah. The way he can, he can interplay with other players. And yeah, yeah I think he's an he's a important figure for, for Bayern Munich. Yeah, you noted that he's a cock. You know, yeah. And, um, he's got fantastic players around him. Yeah. He's got the likes of Alcantara, yeah. maestro, Spanish maestro, you know. Yeah. Fantastic on the ball, assisting, you know, and then... And, and, Bayern Munich, the nice thing about them is that they've got young players coming up, you know, that's another note you made. Yeah. Um, um, Lewandowski can teach each and every one of them in their specific uh, yeah. positions, you know, yeah. and yeah, that's all that Yeah, is. and uh, to add on to him having more than just uh, a goal-scoring knack, uh, I always like to look at a striker and say, 
uh, take away the goals, what do you have? And when I take away the goals from Robert Lewandowski, I still think that he's very valuable to the agenda of Bayern Munich. Because I still think that Bayern Munich maybe won't score as much goals, but they'll still be scoring goals. Because he can play as a target man who can hold the ball up, he can bring the wingers in, he can bring the number 10 in, and um, he's, actually quite, he's actually quite an important player to Bayern Munich. And um, yeah, I just love, I love his, his, his personality all around and his attitude. There's no stories you hear of him being arrogant or off the field issues that he may have with anyone. And he conducts himself professionally. I think he's he's had a great season. And so yeah. yeah, I have a question for you guys. So do you think he's the best number nine in the world right now? Yes. Yes. Yes, I would say so. Right now, currently, I I, I think he's the best number nine in the world. And um, I I think yeah I think like I said I, because he doesn't play in uh, La Liga or mm. the English Premier League, it's very easy to overlook him. Yeah. Yes. Let's, let's 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 not forget Cyril uh, Immobile. Immobile. Yeah. Let's yeah. not forget Obama yeah. that just won the FA Cup. Yeah. But better than better than Lewandowski this season. This season, yeah, this season. No. Yeah. You don't think so? But they they they're contenders if we were looking at forwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Look, take what? everybody out the equation. Just yeah. forwards, not just forwards. Nine. Just the just the pure number Definitely nine. Definitely Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Yeah. Lewandowski. You see what I'm saying? So. For me, yeah, I think, I think he is. He's definitely the best number nine. And I think for quite some time he's been in that conversation. I just think that because, like we mentioned earlier on, you've got Ronaldo and Messi who give you a lot more goals than a striker would. So I also feel like the game of football has also evolved where you've got a lot of these inverted wingers now scoring the goals and doing the job. I mentioned Salah, Mane... Well, that those come to mind. Aubameyang, we do know that he is a traditional striker. However, he's played as an inverted forward for the longest time. So I think football is progressing to a point where uh, the main strikers now, it's few and far between who are getting the goals and then the rest of um, the table, probably from num number two to three, four, five, six, you've got guys who fill it up who are playing on the wing. Sterling is another who I can mention who's just had a phenomenal season, 19 goals. So I think football is moving to that generation. However, I don't, I don't like that because I always like the number nine. I like the goal scorer, you know. I like the guy who bangs in the goals. So I, I do think that he's the best number nine. I would rank him up there with um, Suarez, Harry Kane, Aubameyang is another one. Benzema? Yeah, Benzema is part of the conversation, but I wouldn't say that he's my number one this season. No, look. You know, he, he did win Real Madrid's best player. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. He did score 20 plus goals. Yeah, second know. in the league. But, only behind Messi. But to compare him to Lewandowski, to compare him to Zero, to compare him to Harry Kane, that Budwala I mentioned, we cannot categorize him. <laughs> but like, but like Leono likes saying that yeah. um, like he likes comparing and saying Firmino brings more to the team than goals. So does Benzema. He brings yeah. more than just goals. So yeah. he brings assists and the way he interplays with the, with yeah. the other players is actually it's, yeah. it's, it's good. And, and for me, I feel that uh, he's had uh, his impact and his influence. So yes, Immobile has scored the goals that he's scored. 
and he's done what he's done for 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 Lazio. But when I look at Benzema's influence on the team and his impact, I speak of one moment, the standout moment for Benzema in my personal opinion is the game they played and they won 1-0. He's assist for Casemiro. For me that was everything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Most strikers in that situation would try force a shot. You understand? But instead he lays it off with a, a back heel nutmeg mm. and Casemiro just taps it in. So for me Benzema brings a lot more to to Real Madrid than just uh, than just goals like I say. And uh, he had eight assists, you know. Mm. So which is a lot actually because strikers are not synonymous with getting that many assists. Some strikers get three or four and then that's it. But eight assists is quite a lot of assists for a guy who plays um uh most forward on the pitch if I could say. Yeah. So um, the next guy we've got, um, oh, he's a personal favorite. We've KDB. Got KDB. Yes. He's won uh, the EFL Cup, Community Shield, and uh, the Playmaker Award uh, in England. He did equal uh, Thierry Henry's assist record, and um, he's got 15 goals and 23 assists in 46 comp- in 46 appearances. He's still in the Champions League. We do know that um, he had a fantastic game against Real Madrid and um, he could be the one to possibly lead Man City into deeper stages in the Champions League. How do you guys feel about KDB and what do you make of the season that he's had so far? Yeah, look man, just like Ronaldo, I think he needs to uh, win the Champions League, which is something uh, Manchester City hasn't done in their history. So that's going to be a, a tough one. So yeah. I think if he gets the Champions League, then yeah, he should. He's in the conversation, top two. And look, man, he has he's had twenty assists this season, which is equaling uh, Thierry Henry's uh, record. So that's that's that shows that he's been he's been good in the attacking phase. So yeah, I think if he gets the Champions League, oh, but he didn't win the league. So. Yeah, <laughs> mm, that's tough. <laughs> okay, nah, nah, I, but. Would you say if a player wins the Champions League, can he get the Ballon d'Or with just winning the Champions League? I think he can. And let me tell you why. Especially because of the phenomenal display he's had in the Premier League. If he didn't have uh, the double-figure goals and double-figure assists, then I'd say no. Because if we have to be honest, I think by a country mile, he's been the best player in the Premier League. Premier. <laughs> you know? He's... Look, it's... A, when, one, when I say this, I say this from sort of an unrealistic perspective. But there's just those players that in the season when you look at them, like as an individual, they didn't deserve not to win the Premier League. Mm. He's one of those guys that, if it was possible, he'd get a gold medal part <laughs> with those guys. Because I mean, Liverpool guys. exactly, with the Liverpool guys. Yeah. He's been phenomenal, yeah. you know, 20 yeah. assists. Yeah. That is just phenomenal. And what, 12 goals if I'm not mistaken. You know, and some of his goals have been absolutely phenomenal. The Newcastle one. The Newcastle one, yeah. the one against Norwich, the one against Watford. Mm. All of them, top bins. So, yeah, how do you guys feel about KDB? Uh, you know, De Bruyne is one of the few midfielders these days that doesn't describe himself as a attacking mid. He doesn't play as far forward as your know, David Silvers, whatever getting more direct, but the effect that he has on City, where he can take his time, play deeper passes, and do more from further away from the box for the team than they would without him. They have to struggle, press forward, get the ball, rush the ball forward, and have midfielders dribble up the pitch more. And I believe that's, some, that's a skill that not very few players have. 
Yeah. In the modern day. Yeah. Sasa? That right foot has to be <laughs> one of the best right feet. Right foot in, yeah. the, um, in, 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 in yeah. world football today. Um, we can rate him amongst the best midfielders um, in the world. Definitely. And yeah. he was the best midfielder in the Premier League, you know. And yeah. you can't take that away from him. Mm. You mentioned the goals, the assists. There's no other midfielder that's done that this season, you know. Yeah. And it's Premier League at the end of the day. It's the toughest league in yeah. the world, you know. And it's hard to keep on doing that consistently. He just came back from um, mm. an injury, you know. And he's come back, fires blazing. Yeah. That has to be mentioned, that has to be noted as well. So, for him being mentioned in the Ballon d'Or um, list, yeah. it's, it's, it's a true reflection of his season. My question to you guys is, what stops us from labelling him the best midfielder in the world? Because when I have a look around Europe, I don't see another midfielder who's doing what he's doing. Do you understand? Mm. Is it... Um, is it a style of play thing? Is it because he doesn't play for Real Madrid or Barcelona? What is it? Why can't we say Kevin De Bruyne is the best midfielder in the world? Because in my own honest opinion, I think he's the best midfielder in the world. Um, missing pieces, the Champions League for me. <laughs> you can't be regarded the best if you haven't won the Champions League or you at least coming close to winning the Champions League. Because that's the... Europeans league like all the best teams yeah. play in that league so yeah for me maybe the Champions League thing is the reason why he's not considered to be one of the best you think so yeah Champions League Champions so League so do we say a player should win Champions League to be in a Ballon d'Or conversation yes yes I I agree like I said uh, man, I like I said no, it's, it's, it's really tough. You know, you know the thing is around that. This is my thing. Yeah. This is my thing. What happens when um, a player who's say now Man City have picked up all the gongs in England, each and every single trophy they've dominated. Domestic treble. Yeah. Let's say De Bruyne does twenty goals, twenty assists, right? He plays Champions League, right? And he loses maybe in the semi final. Yeah. Do we then say that? Um, that can't be scaled as, as him winning the Ballon d'Or. Because, this is, my, this is where I'm going with this, UEFA Champions League has its own award. Yeah. You do know that. Yeah. UEFA Player of the Season. Yeah. So, why is there such an impetus and weight on winning the Champions League for you to win the Ballon d'Or? When UEFA Champions League already has its own award. Uh, can I say, wouldn't, be, wouldn't you see it as being the best across the board overall in all yeah. departments, all leagues, every game, every minute? Yeah. No matter what kind of World Cup, FA Cup, yeah. Premier League, I think that's what it is okay. for the most part. So, Messi has not won any trophy this season. He wins Champions League. We know how the story goes. He probably picks up the Ballon d'Or. Yeah. So, do you understand what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I, I do feel like the Champions League is unfairly weighed to in in uh, sorry to the other leagues. To, yeah. yeah. okay, yeah. to the other leagues. It weighs it weighs yeah. heavier. Yeah. Yeah. So that is that what we can say? Yeah. It weighs a it lot should, heavier. Premier League Premier League can rival Champions League though. Ooh, that's yeah. an interesting yeah. one. Yes. That's an interesting so? one. I don't you can so. win the Premier League and not win the Champions League and still pick up the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, you can, but we don't see that happening as often 
And but the teams in the Champions League are better than the teams in in, in Premier League. Wouldn't you say? If At- if Atalanta is in Champions League yeah. quarterfinal, yeah. that's a quality it's team. League. It's a quality team. Yeah, ninety six goals or is it a hundred now? I'm sure they've over. Yeah, 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 over a hundred goals this season. They are just a blip. Compared not, not 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 too bad now Atalanta. Yeah, yeah. But that happens. It happens that a team can reach a quarterfinal, a semi-final after mm-hmm. having a fantastic season. They did qualify again, you know. Yeah. Um, we're looking at um, they 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 plugged in a lot of um, investment within the team. Yeah. Um, they've got good players. Their strikers uh, are fantastic. Yeah. You know, but we. We then can't say that Premier League, uh, Premier League teams, um, a Premier League team has to reach quarterfinal or semi-final yeah. stage for them to, for or Premier League player, yeah. he has to reach a quarterfinal stage or to be considered. Yeah, yeah. To be considered. Okay. okay, but here's my question. Yeah. So we'll get to. So here's my question. <laughs> Virgil Van Dijk yeah. wins Player of the Season in England. Loses out to the league by what? One point, right? Phenomenal display. The best player in the English Premier League last year. For me, in my opinion, by a country mile. Yeah. Do you understand? In his position, his dominance, nobody came close to him. Do you understand? I, we can sit here for the next 10 hours. None of us can pinpoint just three mistakes he's made. Do you understand what I'm saying? Just three. I want three. Do you understand what I'm saying? That was last season. He wins the UEFA Champions League. Yeah. Right? Phenomenal displays. I think one of the most important games Liverpool played in uh, the last Champions League campaign, when they played against Bayern, and he was so dominant, right, against a Robert Lewandowski, who season in, season out, mm. is firing. 40 goals. You understand what I'm saying? He goes, he does well, not just at the other end of the pitch, but he gets a goal as well. He goes on, he wins the Champions League. We have the Ballon d'Or awards. He does not get the gong. And he's done so well in the English Premier League. So, my next question is, do you guys think that... Okay, before I go to my next question, because I want you to touch on the point that you had, but I'm going to hang my question, and my question is, do you think there's a bias towards big-name players? Okay, let me just say Ronaldo and Messi, if they win the Champions League. If, 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 if they get close to winning the Champions League, and they've won the, the league in their respective country, do you think there's a bias around that? Because, like we said there, Van Dijk ticked all the boxes. Yeah. He ticked all the boxes. You cannot fault him for losing out on English Premier League by one point. What, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, but what, was I, what, what I was going to say is that um, the Champions League is made up out of all the best teams. These are champions. These are teams that have won their respective leagues. So that shows they are quality teams. You can't just say that... Um, the Champions League isn't uh, a, a good benchmark or a test to see if the, the team's good enough. But to, to your point, to say um, Van Dijk missed out, I think the Ballon d'Or has lost its uh, thing. Like it's it's not valid anymore for me. <laughs> you can't give it. To, you can't give it to Modric when Messi and Ronaldo had better seasons. I think it's just the people that are voting. Also, there are a lot of politics with Ballon d'Or. So ish, I don't know. It's lost its validity. If I can yeah. say yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> and uh, our fourth player, none other than Lionel Messi, 30 goals, 26 assists in 
42 matches. This is all competitions. He's won the Golden Boot in La Liga, broke the assist record, which was previously held by Xavi, and he's still in the Champions League. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Eh? He broke the assist eh? Yeah, assist which was record. previously held by Xavi. How many was that? 20? It was 20 assists. 20, so now you yeah. say it's 26. Yeah. So he beat that by six. No, no, no. He's oh. yet 22, if I'm not mistaken. The other assist should be for Champions League. Yeah, like, like the others, yeah. I think Champions League is a big contender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If he wins it, he's in the conversation. So, like I said, Champions League outweighs the league. Yeah, I do think <laughs> if Messi does, if Barca somehow win yeah. the Champions League, he will, he would have won the Ballon d'Or, hands down. Okay, so, he, 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 okay, let me play devil's advocate on this one. Let's create a scenario. With the numbers that Messi has posted this season, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he goes to the UEFA Champions League final. Within the next couple of rounds, do you know that um, there's still a round of 16 tie, that uh, Napoli go to Camp Nou, then they've got a quarterfinal, then they'd have a semi-final. So let's say in the next, in the next round, somewhere, somehow, he beats Lewandowski in the goal-scoring charts in the UEFA Champions League, and uh, he scores many more goals, many assists, and he loses it in the final. And uh, let's say Ronaldo, for example, because um, when I look at the numbers, Ronaldo's numbers aren't as great as the other guys we've mentioned. And then Ronaldo wins the Champions League. Having not scored any, he's not scored, it's always been other teammates scoring. Does does Messi still then, does he lose out? What happens? Yes, he does lose out to me, for me. (laughs) Because in that situation... It's just hard to say that if it's hard to call someone who hasn't won the the trophy with the most prestigious trophy in Europe. Yeah. Like the, the best, best player. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, are you really can you really call yourself the best of the best if you haven't won the most important trophy there is every year in Europe? Yeah. The biggest one, the highest paying one. Yeah. Hands down. That's what it really comes down to for me. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. But although he's gonna have you know a very imp- impressive season, but I I think that it come to a close vote. Yeah. Very close, and it just be a matter of preference at that moment. Yeah. That's all it is for me. So it basically comes down to champions. Yeah. 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 So that, that, me, that that's what we're saying. That yeah, you have to win the Champions League. Highlighted. Yeah. <sighs> I know, man. I, I know. That doesn't sit well with me. You know, it really doesn't because I just think, I just think those awards are, are outdated. Yeah. Very much so outdated because, like, you look back at the seasons, you know, and um, you just look back at the seasons, the, the guys who've won Ballon d'Or's over the season and you compare them to some of the seasons that the other guys had. Yes, they might have not scored as many goals. Yes, they might have not uh, had many assists. But from a trophies, trophies perspective, do you understand? From an influence perspective, they've done more for their teams than the next guy. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, I just think it's outdated, man. But speaking to Messi and his numbers, I think he's, he's had a phenomenal season, you know. And um, those numbers are really fantastic. And uh, I remember reading uh, a tweet 
by a guy. This was a tweet nine years ago. This guy tweeted, and he was basically saying that um, uh, by the time Messi gets to his early 30s to mid 30s, he's still going to be contributing. However, he's going to contribute a lot more with the assist. So we're looking at double figure goals, double figure assists, even in his mid 30s to late 30s. And this is what this is what this guy tweeted nine years ago. Nine years ago, this guy <laughs> tweeted this, and I'm thinking, wow. You know, his analysis and um, sort of uh, thinking around how Messi's trajectory would pan out was spot on, you know. So the question I have for you guys is, how do you feel about uh, Messi's role in Barcelona? Do you think that uh, they rely too much on Lionel Messi? Or do you think that um, he's their rightful leader and they should be relying that much on him because of his talent? Yeah, I think they do rely too much on Messi. Look, look at the numbers that he's, he's posting. 30 goals, 26 <laughs> assists. <laughs> I think they, the other players need to help Messi because he can't do it alone. Yeah. Yeah, so if uh, the likes of Dembele can come through, uh, Griezmann, who hasn't had such a good start at Barcelona, can come through, uh, <laughs> Suarez as well, and also the midfield can, could also help. So I think they over-reliant on him. Um, as you can see in the big games, he's, he's often the one who gets the winning goals and the important goals. So yeah, I think they are reliant overly on, on Messi. Yeah. How do you guys feel? I believe that Barcelona is, is a shadow of its former self. Ever since the departures of Puyol, Valdez, Xavi, Iniesta, and the aging Busquets now and PK. Yeah. If you take Messi out now, I don't believe I believe that they will struggle to win yeah. the Champions League because there's besides Messi, who else can you depend on game in game out to help you get a result? No one. No one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you? They've signed Griezmann for a reason. Yeah. Um, um, they were looking to to sign more wingers to help the team grow. You know, you can't be reliant on just Lionel Messi. Yeah. He will always be. A factor in Barcelona, and it's going to stay like that till he retires, you know. But um, they're signing players every season. They're looking to sign Aubameyang. They're looking to sign um, other forwards that can help them um, push through. Um, to help Messi, you know, um, grow, yeah, grow and and help to 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 help Barcelona win more trophies. Yeah, like that. Yeah, I totally agree. That's a very good point. So we now come uh, to the crowning glory. We have to rank these four men. So um, we'll rank them from positions four, three, two, and then yeah. one. So, um, so uh, we now have to make a collective decision as to who goes number four. From the gentleman that we have mentioned, uh, who would you say would be number four on the list? <laughs> yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, yeah, I have to say Ronaldo. Ronaldo would go at number four. Yes. Sasa? KDB. You say KDB goes at, at number four? Yeah, for me, um, it's Ronaldo. Ronaldo for yeah, you? Yeah, Ronaldo for you. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with the Ronaldo one, like I mentioned earlier on. I just felt that. Yeah, look, he's won the Scudetto, but you know, be honest, that wasn't impressive yeah. by Juventus. Ronaldo, yes, has, has scored, he's done well, 
However, I just feel like compared to the other guys, because this is a competition, we yeah. obviously comparing and put, pit, pitting them up against each other. I don't feel that. Yeah, I feel he's, he's fine at number four. So are we all in favor? Of Ronaldo being... And just to add, I think, yeah, yeah like you said, um, the Scudetto is a requirement at, at Juventus. Yeah. So that's nothing big, bruh. So, like, when you win that, it's a required. And I, I don't see them winning the Champions League, so yeah. that's the only reason I put him fourth. You put him fourth. Yeah. So, um, why, why would you... Why would you... Sorry, I'll get you tough. Why would you put KDB at number four? No Premier League. Unless... Unless yeah. he goes ahead and wins the Champions, the Champions, Champions League with Man City, yeah. then we can put him amongst the top three. Yeah. Um, Ronaldo's won a trophy. Yeah. KDB hasn't won a trophy. Well, okay, he's won EFL, right? Yeah. But what is EFL compared to the Premier League? Yeah. If you get what I mean. Yeah. Ronaldo's won um, a trophy with Juventus. Scudetto. Yeah. Scudetto, yeah. Italian league is amongst the best leagues in the world. Yeah. Top three. And yeah. To be honest, defensively wise, in Italy, defense is, is solid. You know? yeah. It's not easy to yeah. score goals. Yeah. And he scored goals, he's helped them yeah. before. <laughs> he's helped them before as a team. Before, without Ronaldo before, there were just Juventus, but right now it's Juventus and Ronaldo. Yeah. Mm, can and you know, he's a force to be reckoned. Yeah. Can I, can I just say, you say that Ronaldo has helped Juventus grow. Um, if Ronaldo doesn't win, don't you think that he's all he's done is waste his time because Juventus would have achieved what they've always been doing without him? Mm. Without Ronaldo. Damn. For the past yeah, decade. Yeah. Because what, 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 what striker has contributed as much as Ronaldo did? I mean. Yeah, because Higuain's numbers aren't the same as, as Ronaldo. You know, Higuain only excelled Napoli. Yeah, and, and Alvaro Morata, when was yeah. there, his numbers weren't as high as his. You know, so the strikers before Ronaldo weren't as much. You know, I, I, I can predicate what Tejo's saying, yeah. and I'm a back in why he's saying what he's saying. Because it's simple Italian giant, uh, giants, Juventus, have brought Ronaldo in solely for one reason. They want UEFA Champions League. Yeah. They don't want the Scudetto. Like, okay, they want the Scudetto, yes. So that they don't want it. But what they really want is the UEFA Champions League. That bicycle kick he scored against Juventus at uh, Juventus. Yeah. That was everything. That lost long in, in their memory. That if this guy can replicate that for us, you know. So I, 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 I really understand his point. Like, I cannot move away from what Sir was saying. And I totally agree with him. Like... Yes, other strikers have not um, uh, contributed as, 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 as much. Yeah. He's done phenomenal. He's done really well. However, now, let me paint a scenario. You get Firmino in, who's uh, not scored many goals, yeah. but he's won all the trophies for Liverpool. Cool. Liverpool go through a dry spell with regards to Champions League. Now in the Premier League, they have a striker who's banging them in, but they're just not winning the UEFA Champions League. And they brought in that striker to score, do you understand, to win them a Champions League. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, I get your point, Sasa, which is very valid. I love that point. However, I love Tickle's point as well, because that, this is what makes for great conversations. You know, that there's always two sides to a coin that, okay, um, but this can be predicated by this, this can be rebutted mm -hmm. by that. So I think both points are very fair. 
I think I'm a good sasa as well. Yeah. Change, change my decision. Yeah. KDB fourth. You moving KDB fourth? Yeah, fourth. Yo. Like the points that he made was yeah. solid though. Yeah, the very league, very solid. The league that he's playing with in and what he's done for Juventus. I mean, I think I'm going to put him ahead of, of KDB. You know, put him ahead of KDB. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, um what we can do, we can shelf, <laughs> we can shelf this one. We'll get back to it. So, we'll okay, put, wait, wait, let's take let's take Champions League out the equation. Okay, Champions League. No Champions League, we just base it off of this season. Which player? Which player? KDB or Ronaldo? Who's had a better season this year? KDB or Ronaldo? Yeah. No, Ronaldo for me. Yeah, look, yeah. Ronaldo, Ronaldo has won a Scudetto and um, yeah, yeah, he's won a Scudetto. However, like this conversation is based around, it's predicated and it's fundamentally built on UEFA Champions League. And the man who's doing better in the Champions League for me personally has been KDB, you know. So from that aspect, then yeah, then you'd say Ronaldo because he's he's got he's got a trophy, you know. He's got the big trophy in his country, which is um, mm-hmm. uh, the Serie A, the Scudetto. So then based on that, you'd have to say yeah, you'd have to say Ronaldo. I don't know. How do you feel, Tejo? Ah, uh, I feel the same. My stance hasn't changed. <laughs> Noted though they both broke records. Yeah, yeah. They both broke records. Yeah. yeah. So Wait, which like... records is Ronaldo breaking? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's scored. <laughs> I mean, he's broken his own record. You know? Yeah, but 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 which official record by the league? Because oh, the record. Speaking of official records. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the 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 record breaker in England is KDB and. But it's lot. funny because Thierry Henry is fighting a case here that. Uh, the Brainer has not really broken his record and he's speaking a whole lot of smack. <laughs> so... <sighs> yeah, I sh- it's, a, it's, it's a tough one. But, okay, what I can say is that because uh, it's, it's, it's two versus two on this one, I can say we shall fit. Yeah. We put both of them at, at, at number three. Hopefully at the end of... Um, closer to the end, we'll come back to it before we crown number one. Okay. So... Um, who do we have at number two? Who would you say has been the second best player? Uh, for me, it'll have to be Messi. Yeah, I also go with Lionel Messi at number two. Yeah, I'd also say Messi. Lewandowski. You go with Lewandowski at number two. Why would you go with Lewandowski at number two? Why do you think Messi has had a better season? Bayern Munich. Five-time consecutive champions, Bundesliga. I think it's, it's an obvious. Yeah, it's, it's as if uh, Lewandowski is bound to score every season yeah. thirty-plus goals. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and with with uh, Messi, it's just a whole lot different. You yeah, know? he's he's a central part of Barcelona. He's basically playing it on it's Messi yeah. eleven, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Not not, yeah. not, not to write off all the other eleven. Yeah. I mean they're great players. You yeah, know? yeah, but. Um, so so if you can apply that to Messi, who's not won anything, why can't you apply the same logic to KDB? Because Ronaldo is playing for a team that have won nine consecutive without Ronaldo they won the scudetto. No, 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 it's I... expected for Ronaldo to also score the goals just like it is for Lewandowski. Mm-hmm. Why would I go with Messi? No, why can't you apply it to why can't you apply it now that the same logic to Cristiano and KDB? 
why do I not apply to Lewandowski? Yeah. yeah. Because Lewandowski has one, has one cup, so he's got two cups already. He's got the Bundesliga, he's got uh, yeah. the, the, the Pokal Cup as well. Yeah. I guess it's just the personal It's just bias. I'm going with uh, Messi because I'm You're going with Messi. A lover of Lionel Messi. Okay, so let's be objective. Yeah, let's be objective. So let's go for a vote. Let's go for for a vote. At number two. I'm still sticking with Lionel Messi. You Lionel Messi, Tsiko? Number two, you, second place is Messi. Yeah, second place. We second say second place. So you said Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski two. Number two. Yeah, Okay, you going with Messi. You going Messi. Messi. So that's three to one. Messi will go at number two. Okay. Let's go back to okay. number three and four. Okay. Because we need a number three and four. You know. So um, the question then becomes that at three and four with KDB and um, Ronaldo. Do you think either one of them can actually be number one? Let's have that conversation. Um, Ronaldo's been number one, so... <laughs> if we look at history, yeah. Yeah. No, 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 number one with this, with this current conversation. No, that's why he's third yeah. and fourth, that's why they're third no, and No, maybe because we've had the conversation, we went with them at third and fourth, but we yeah. can't really find a number four. Yeah. Now I'm then saying, let's argue, let's argue the other way now. You know, we've got a number two, which is Messi. Can, can, can either one of them jump above Messi and go to number one? Can either one of them have, have had a better season in your guys' view than Lewandowski? Or Ronaldo and De Bruyne still fighting it out for third and fourth? Is there a case for them? Impossible. Impossible, for, you yeah. say? For me, it depends. This all truly depends on how far these players can take their teams into the Champions League. Yeah, that's a point. Then I, I believe that's the last requirement. Yeah. If you went to our quarterfinal, then Ronaldo's not in the, in the conversation. conversation. Yeah. Okay. So, we need a number three and we need a number four. So, <laughs> I think we, we have to vote at fourth. Who do we have at fourth? KDB or Ronaldo? Yeah, KDB. <laughs> we have to break. We have to break, yeah. It's Ronaldo. Okay, let's just look at the trophies then. What have they won this year? No, no. Why not? Because we have it's a winners. We have to look okay, at winners. Okay, okay, okay. We can look at it from winners. Yeah, we can look at it from winners then. So if you look at it from winners then, okay. But then here's my question. Now, <laughs> Ronaldo only has one trophy. He's got the Scudetto. Yeah. The brain has EFL Cup. Yeah. And and Community Shield. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me show you something. Yeah. Yes, yes. I know Community Shield doesn't weigh much. Yeah. But there's a reason why Sir Alex Ferguson <laughs> underneath his tr- trophies record. There's the community shield there. <laughs> and he's won it multiple times. Do you understand what I'm saying? And why are you in the community shield? Why are you contesting? That means you've won something yeah. previously. Yeah. It's a winner's winner's trophy. Exhibition match, basically. That's but it's a winner's winner's trophy. You can only play in that game if you've won something. Either being the Cup. FA Cup or you've won the league. So you're telling me if you go the whole season without winning anything and you win the, the, the community shield, that means you've won something this year, basically. Yes. But for the mere oh, fact, for the mere fact, yeah, it doesn't no. weigh a lot. It, it, it doesn't weigh a lot, but you've won something because yeah. it goes down. You've won yes. one match. 
That's yeah, what it's, it comes out. It's just like but the super how, cup. But wait, it's super just, cup as well. It's, it's just like the super cup. Yeah, you, can, you cannot weigh your UEFA trophy with, with the, uh, why? With the why basic not? Why Premier League trophy. Yeah. Wait, a basic. But how do you get to contest in that basic Premier League trophy? Okay, cool. How many games did you have to win to win in the to win the FA Cup or win the the Premier League? Yeah, to win, I don't know, a lot. 20, 20 something. So then, do we not say that then? Yes, it does not weigh as much. I know that. I concede that the, the, the community shield doesn't weigh much. Yeah. It's probably the least important trophy in the history of... Okay, there's Audi Cup. But anyway, <laughs> it's probably one of the least important trophies, right? However, I don't want to take the spotlight away from these cups. Because for you to play in that, in that game, you have to be a winner. You know? It's not like Leicester's going to play in the community shield. Against yeah. Brighton. Do you understand what I'm saying? It takes you to win something to get there. Do you understand? It's a winner's winner's trophy. And that's what I'm saying. So he's won the community shield, he's won the EFL. Do we then say that are we then gonna say the scudetto that Ronaldo has won? And because uh, he also has also won uh, the, the player of the season, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. with De Bruyne's playmaker equaling uh, uh, Terry Henry's record, winning those two cups, what weighs more? Uh, for me it's it's the scudetto. And to add on, he went on to he went, he was in the champions, he was in the final for the domestic cup yeah. in Italy. Yeah. So I he played uh, yeah. I don't know a lot of games and he was just one away from from so getting two. His silver medal is gonna help him, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. The Scudetto outweighs yeah. the EFL and Community Shield put together. Put together. Yes. Okay. Any day. Any day. So I guess it's on you, Leon. Okay. Ah, this is difficult. But okay, cool. You know what, man? Based on that, I'm a very objective man. And yeah. um, look, okay, Ronaldo takes it for this one. Ronaldo third, De Bruyne fourth. fourth yeah. And um, yeah, I think uh, it's obvious to those listening who's number one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it safe to say that we're happy with Lewandowski being at number one? Yeah, definitely. He scored a lot of goals. I think he's still going to score in the Champions League. Yeah. If I was a Chelsea defender, I'd be scared. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that um, does conclude our Ballon d'Or talk. I've had um, I've had fun on this one. There was plenty of debates around certain issues, um, and uh, I'd just like to thank our two special guests who came through. I'd like to thank you, Tejo, for coming through. I think you've got uh, very interesting opinions and uh, your questions as well. You know, they're very. Uh, mental capacity broad- broadening and uh, thank you uh, Sasa for coming through and uh, blessing us with your footballing knowledge uh, I've had fun on this one and um, I just like to guys like to ask you guys one more question uh, one player to look out for going forward in Europe any 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 team in the Champions League going forward which is one player that you look forward to? Um, Serge Nabry. Serge Nabry. Mm. Um, let's see who we have. Wow. <laughs> A lot of players. Is it like in this, this season or just in the future? Just, just in the future for me. Yeah. Um, the player to look out for is Erling Haaland. Yeah, in yeah. the Champions League. In the Champions League, yeah. I think he's gonna okay. score a lot of goals for, for Dortmund. Yeah. yeah, that's interesting. So, personally, yeah? Jaden Sancho. Jaden Sancho. Jayden Sancho. Uh, I predicate. 
I was also going to say Jaden Sancho, based on where he ends up playing. Hopefully, he picks a team that will play. In the I think he'll be the Champions League yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Uh, Jaden Sancho, because for me, he's the only other forward synonymous to Messi who's given double figure goals, double figure assists in the German Bundesliga. That to me speaks volumes of how complete he is as a forward. So uh, that does round up uh, this episode. I've had. Uh, He's also Timo Werner for Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Special mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that does that does round up uh, the episode that we've had. Thank you guys for coming through. Is there anything that you guys would like to mention? Tseho, is there anything you'd like to mention? Are you dropping an album soon? You have a book coming out, clothing line. Nothing that You just signed a new up-and-coming artist, your record label. No, keep it on the wraps. Keep it on the wraps. Uh, Sasa, what do you have for us? Uh, guys, um, check out Human Store. It's a human, human store on Instagram. Um, I'd really appreciate it if you guys could check it out. Um, we sell um, we sell exclusive sneakers, um, and our slogan is authenticity, proficiency. So our sneakers are hundred percent authentic, and yes, please check it out. I'd really like you to check it out. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, do go out and uh, if you're sneakerhead, do go out. Even if you're not a sneakerhead, I've checked it out. They've got some of the dopest sneakers. So guys, please do check it out and um, yeah, don't hesitate uh, to buy because it is uh, authenticity proficiency. So you are on IG, Twitter, all of that. IG, Twitter coming soon, uh, blogging page coming soon. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. But uh, we've got a website coming out as well. well, uh, Please check that out. Um, I'd really love you guys to check it out. Our stock is one of the best, if I can mention that. Yeah. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Cheers, guys. Cool. Thanks, thanks, guys, for listening in. And uh, if you enjoyed this episode of Disky Vibes, help us spread the word by rating and sharing it. And thank you for tuning in. Much love. Bye-bye. Signing out.